my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right, on top of tricking. Hey guys, the fun part about being a professional thrifter, obviously, is the thrifting, the treasure hunt. Um, but uh, you cannot be a professional thrifter if that's all you do. You have to sell product. It's absolutely vital. You cannot operate unless you're moving product. So in today's podcast, what I'm going to talk to you about is building your delivery system. And what I mean by delivery system is the way that you're going to sell your products, the way you're going to get the products your products into the hands of your customers. I'm also going to talk to you about uh, the single most important uh, thing in business, uh, technically speaking, business-wise speaking, and that's cash flow. Guys, um, cash flow is is crucial to your business. If you, you do not have positive cash flow as you're operating your business, it simply will not work. Uh, that's the number one reason why businesses fail. And uh, you're going to need to master that in order to make uh, your business work as well. So listen up, guys. Extremely important stuff here. We're getting a little bit away from, or I'm getting away from, um, you know, building yourself as a person. I think I've done enough of that, and I think uh, you get an idea, um, you know, my viewpoint on that. But now it's to get time to get more technical, uh, to talk uh, more business speaking. And uh, this is extremely important, guys. So listen up and uh, really soak it in. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, I've been, you know, spending the, the better part of uh, all the podcasts uh, leading up until now, um, primarily focusing on on uh, on sta- you know adjusting and learning and growing as a person and sort of setting that foundation as a person. Um, because obviously, I think you understand by now if you've been listening along that um, I feel that that's of utmost importance, um, you know, who you are and how you carry yourself. And, you know, that's why I always say, like, um, who you are is, is as important as what you do. Um, so I felt it was necessary to really sort of uh, set the tone for, uh, you know, developing a foundation, the type of person that, in my personal opinion, um, you need to be or develop into in order to be uh, better at what you do, in order to develop a, rep- a reputation, a good reputation, and develop customer relations. And I just felt that it was super important to um, to understand that and get you know my uh, get my drift on that, uh, so you can establish that and then move forward. Um, but now I'm gonna I'm gonna get away from that and I'm gonna spend uh, a lot more time on practical business information um, because I think uh, for now I've, I've, I've done enough in terms of um, who you are and now it's more or less to talk about uh, what you do. So in this episode I'm going to talk about um, building your delivery system and understanding the importance uh, of cash flow and applying it to your business. Um, so what I mean by delivery system I mean is uh, how exactly you're going to sell and move the products that you buy Um, selling is is not necessarily the fun thing what we do some of you may enjoy it but I don't think at the end of the day 
in being a professional thrifter, um, it's the funnest thing. Okay, it's uh, it's a necessary evil. You got to sell product. Uh, it's a lot more fun to just be out there, um, you know, hunting for treasure. Um, but you got to sell your product at the end of the day. If you don't, um, then you're just a collector. You're not in business. So developing your um, your delivery system and what I, what I why I call it a delivery system is how are you going to take the products that you buy and deliver them to your customers develop that process so that uh, you know you're not just buying but you're also selling and um, cash flow okay um, developing your your delivery system is critical in terms of uh, maintaining a positive cash flow in your business and cash flow is the single most important thing in business. If you do not have positive cash flow in your business, um, it's just not going to work. So, what do I mean uh, by cash flow? Cash flow is basically um, the amount of money that is going out in terms of expense to run your business versus the amount of money that is coming in in terms of revenue. And, you know, if you have more money going out, then coming in, um, then your business is not going to work. And and this is not just in our business, but um, it's in business in general, it's the single most important thing in terms of developing a successful business. Um, the majority, the number one reason why the majority of businesses fail is cash flow. Cash flow is an issue. And, um, you know, I hear it all the time. People are talking about, uh, I, like to, I love to use restaurants as an example because that's the one that people talk about the most. Um, <clears throat> but it's interesting because you always hear people say, oh, I went to this restaurant and this place is booming. It's busy. Uh, everyone's going, they must be making a fortune. And I always say, uh, yeah, don't tell me how much money or how booming they're doing based on what you see in the restaurant. Show me their books, show me their accounting. And that's the true story because the reality is, is a lot of, businesses they open up and they do have traffic they do have product going in and out um, and it looks like they're busy but when they do the math of their business as in uh, what their expenses are versus their their revenues um, they're not it's not working and um, and that's because that could be a lot of reasons and it's, it's generally because uh, it's things just weren't planned properly you know so uh, or the, you know, they forecasted certain things and, and um, they just uh, they just didn't properly do the math. And <clears throat> unfortunately, you know, you can you can bring a lot of things to your business. You can bring capital and 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 uh, knowledge, etc., in any business. But if you don't understand numbers, if you don't understand accounting, and, and be able to sit down and predetermine, you know, how much sales you need to do and based on what your expenses will be and you don't understand that like like uh clearly understand that and know what you need to do <clears throat> then you can be in a lot of trouble uh, you know from the get-go you know i'm amazed at how many businesses open up uh, again i'll use restaurants as an example where you see that they they put a lot of money into it they've spent a lot of money and um you know, new, you know, just rebuilt it. And, you know, they, they, they put a lot of money, thousands, and if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into this business, into their business. And, and then three months later, they close because they're not busy enough. And that, that, 
that's like that makes absolutely zero sense. I mean, you have to be able to give yourself at least, you know, a year in business. You have to be prepared to not be making any money for at least a year and be capitalized enough for at least a year in a business like that, you know, to give yourself the time to, um, you know, build your clientele, build a reputation, grow your sales to the point where it's now making money. And, you know, that's the thing is a lot of people open businesses and they got a lot of money to start, but they really don't understand cash flow. They don't understand uh, being capitalize and have enough capital to work with to give you the enough time to grow and nurture the business so it gets to the point to make money okay and, and unfortunately a lot of these people they, they lose tons of money um, because of that <clears throat> so it's extremely un, important to understand cash flow you, you especially in our business like in our business what's interesting is um, you know like we're not a type of business where we can just call a supplier and order uh, a ton of product and, and then and then just sit and go to work at selling it. You know, it's a lot easier to manage the cash flow in a business like that because if you're a retail store that sells new stuff, and you can allocate you know x amount of dollars towards your initial purchase of inventory, um, that money's already uh, there. It's sitting there, and then you can go to work selling it and then re <clears throat> replenish. And you have a, you just have a lot more time to to work that cash flow process. But in our business, we have to keep the product coming. We're in a flipping business, okay? Um, you know, our, what we do is we buy, we buy products and then for a certain price and we sell them for more and we just continue the process. And uh, you know, if you, for in our business, you gotta keep thrifting, keep selling, keep thrifting. You gotta keep that, that wheel turning. And um, you just can't, you can't afford to be letting product pile up that's not selling and, uh, and then basically tying up your money that you use to buy product. It has to move quickly. And, you know, there's two ways to make sure that um, you're, you're creating a situation where you're moving product quickly. And the first is, um, the first is, is to make sure that you're buying product that you know is very coveted, that people want, okay? And, uh, you know, that's the first and most important thing. You got to know what people want. You got to know what's in demand. And, uh, and, and that just creates a situation where you're bringing in products that, that uh, are easier to sell. And the second thing you need to do, especially early on, um, is you need to buy low, okay, and sell high. Now, when I say sell high, you don't have to take advantage of people, but, you know, there's enough um, deals in our business that you you know you can buy products at um, five bucks average price and sell them for twenty bucks to twenty five bucks um, or more let's say you know but let's work with that five to twenty five so the fact that you're selling it for five times what you paid um, what that does is it creates a very good cash flow situation because if you buy five products at five bucks all you need to do is sell one to recoup your capital keep the wheel turning you know what I mean so um, then, then everything after that is complete profit in your pocket so that's the two things you need to do you need to buy in-demand products and then you need to buy low okay um, at least until you develop your delivery system okay at least until you develop a way uh, to move your products uh, quickly and efficiently okay now us uh, in our business Tricky Inc um, 
you know, we've built a really solid multi, multi-headed delivery system. So like we sell a lot of different ways. We move product very quickly. So where we're at now, um, we can, you know, we can uh, buy a little higher. Okay. In other words, there's a lot of pieces that I know I can sell at X amount of dollars. I'll give you an example. Let's say I know if I can sell a product, you know, in, you know, it's going to, it's going to fly out the door. Um, literally went right away as soon as I posted well then you know we're in a position where we could you know let's say we're selling it for 25 bucks I can pay 50 I can pay even 18 you know uh, we're at the point where we've built uh, an efficient delivery system that we can afford to do that because we know uh, there's no point in leaving a piece behind uh, if I know I'm gonna flip it and I'm gonna make profit off it because I've built a delivery system but until you've done that <clears throat> you can't really afford to work with small profit margins. You can't because if it's just, you're too vulnerable because if you make a mistake and uh, <clears throat> it doesn't move as fast as you, you thought, then you got a lot of capital tied up, okay? And you don't have a lot of margin uh, to make up your capital by selling one product that pays for five when you're overpaying for stuff. So, so initially on where most of you guys are out there, listen to us, uh, listen to this. Um, <laughs> You want to buy low, and you want to and sell high, and you want to uh, buy in-demand products. So that means sometimes you're going to have to leave some really good stuff behind if it's just too expensive. That's not easy to do, but you're going to have to do it, and because uh, you're probably just not in a position to sit on stuff. Okay, um, you you definitely do not want to sit on product in this business. You want to be able to turn it. And, uh, and you know, the thing is that kind of blows me away in talking to a lot of people is nobody wants to take L's on products. Everybody wants to be everything to be a winner because it's like an ego thing or something. Um, you got to be okay with taking L's, guys. You really do, okay, because it, it's, it's not worth it. You know, like if you bought a product for 5 bucks or 10 bucks and you were hoping to get 30 uh, and, and it's just not working, well, then unload it for your cost. Get your money back, move on, and, and use that capital for something else that will work, okay? So in terms, of, in terms of cash flow, that's the most important thing. You want products to be moving quickly, and the more you develop your, um, and you want to buy low so that there's uh, a lot of room for, room for error and uh, that you can, you know, sell one product to pay for five, so that way you're, you're not worrying about it and you can afford to maybe sit on a little longer because it's already been paid for. So that's the most important thing in terms of, you know, cash flow is unbelievably important. You got to understand that, okay, because uh, if you're going to become a full-time thrifter, um, you got to move product. You can't afford to sit on. You got to be constantly thrifting and constantly selling. Um, so your cash flow is critical because it could, it could literally... Um, you know, it could literally handicap you if you're not moving the product out as fast as it's coming in. And if that forces you to slow down bringing the product in because you don't have money to work with, uh, then you're going to be in a lot of trouble. So, so hopefully that was clear. Hopefully you understand that, uh, the importance of cash flow, of, of more positive coming in and that the, it's coming in faster than it's going out. Um, so now the key to that is to build your delivery system, which again means to develop the 
you know, exactly how are you going to sell your product, okay? So there's a few ways to sell your product. Um, the primary way uh, that most of you will be doing it and how I got started doing is selling online, okay? Um, when I got started in, uh, in 2004, 2005, um, you know, I built a pretty good business selling online. And the reality is selling online was no, not even close to as good, not even anywhere near in the ballpark as good as it is today. There's just literally so many options. Yes, there's a lot more competition, but there's so many options, so many specialized options, okay? Um, in the plain and, you know, and simple way is uh, to sell through um, your own Instagram account. Um, the problem with that is it's gonna take a while you to build an Instagram account that has a following, okay? And you're not gonna just open up an Instagram account and, uh, and instantly start doing sales. Yeah, I mean, you will, but it's not gonna be enough uh, to, um, to sustain you, okay? That's gonna take time. So you're gonna have to build that while working with other platforms, okay, that actually could create instant sales for you. And with time, you'll be able to build your Instagram through proper hashtagging, et cetera. And then eventually you can start to shift some of your sales away from other platforms onto your Instagram account. Now, what do I mean by other platforms? Well, that's, they're selling platforms. And in case you don't already know, well, this, we're talking about things like eBay and Grailed and um, Depop, um, Etsy, okay? Uh, these are all, uh, you know, extremely efficient selling platforms where you are going to post your products for sale. Um, buyers will come from basically all over. It depends where you want to sell to. If you, you want to do just North America, just Canada, worldwide. Um, you know, in my opinion, like, okay, this is going to sound a little bit hypocritical, but um, I personally don't ship, we don't ship uh, worldwide. Um, it's just because... Uh, there are some, some headaches to it, um, and we don't really need to, I guess you could say. Um, we're okay with North America. Um, and it also depends on your, your shipping situation. And uh, there's just a lot, some challenges to it, and, and I'm not really ready to deal with the headaches. But uh, I know plenty of people who are perfectly content um, selling online and shipping worldwide. So uh, it does open, open you up to a whole bunch of different... Uh, the entire population, really, you know, well, you can only get the whole world to sell to. Um, so, yeah, so basically, uh, you know, we're talking about shipping your products, selling, posting on these platforms, uh, making a sale, and then shipping your products. Um, so you're going to have to learn the A to Z to that, okay? <clears throat> now, depend, there's Amazon, too, okay, uh, depending what you're selling. And I am going to get into that down the line, basically. I'm going to, you know, like... Uh, my, my specialty and a lot of you that are listening to this, uh, you know, you're into this for uh, vintage streetwear and, and that kind of thing. Um, but I am going to talk about building a uh, thrifting business that can apply to anything. And in, in reality, um, the more items you can be dealing in, it's just the better because you, it just increases your chances of finding stuff. You know, um, flipping and thrifting and flipping is basically about buying value under at an underprice. Okay, uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. That's terrible grammar, but 
Um, it's flipping and thrifting is about buying value way under what it's worth and then reselling it what it, for what it's worth. So, um, you know, and, and one of the, you know, the best ways to get started in doing it in the most uh, uh, extremely efficient way is to select uh, your platforms. And it doesn't have to be just one, guys. You know, like if you're selling a variety of things, you might, uh, <clears throat> you might, for example, sell anything vintage, vintage streetwear on Grail because that's, Grail is extremely good for that. If you're selling, you know, vintage band shirts um, or, uh, you know, different types of vintage clothing or maybe branded stuff, etc., cetera, then, then maybe eBay is better for you. Um, if you're selling more like non-branded vintage and just fashion-based pieces, maybe Etsy is better for you. Um, and then, you know, if you want to, you know, and then, you know, basically Depop. Depop is kind of like more like railed, I guess you could say. Uh, but, you know, not just for guys kind of thing. So <clears throat> if you want to choose one of those platforms, um, educate yourself. All those sites have a lot of information and tutorials and you know how to get started uh, information on there that will show you how to uh, you know list products uh, what the rules are uh, what the fees are because there are fees okay but the beauty of it is um, most of them if not all of them uh, you're able to list for free so the only time you will pay a fee is when the product sells which is amazing you know it's, it's Think of this, for example, imagine you open up a store and there was rent on that store, but you didn't actually have to pay portions of your rent until you actually sold products. I mean, that, that would never happen in the store, okay? But if it did, what a great situation because basically you're only paying for uh, the platform that sells for you when it actually works. So selling online is extremely efficient, extremely good. There are some drawbacks to it, guys. There are some headaches. You're going to have to deal with some so some not-so-nice customers. Um, you're going to have to deal with returns. Uh, and a lot of times the returns will, you know, uh, sometimes be on the little unfair side. Clients don't really care. You have to understand like if, if they order something and you tell them that you give them all the measurements and then say it doesn't fit, then when they get it, they say it doesn't fit. Well, you're not going to win that battle, unfortunately. That's the downside of, of selling on these platforms. Uh, they won't let you win that battle. So you're going to have to kind of accept that. So there are some, you know, some downsides to it. But the upsides outweigh the down, okay? Um, you just have to live with that. It's a cost of doing business. So, you know, uh, <clears throat> choose the platform that works for you. Uh, it could be, you know, and I, I highly suggest that you try them all see where the products that you're dealing in that you're specifically picking um, seem to do the best um, and before you list and before you start doing that make sure you understand the process of shipping um, I highly suggest um, if you're listening to this and you live in in Canada or Montreal uh, especially um, if you're shipping in Canada it's fine use Canada post uh, there really is no other option uh, you know, in terms of keeping the cost down. Um, <clears throat> but if you're shipping, you know, for anything that you're going to ship to the States or overseas, uh, you don't use Canada Post, okay? You need to find yourself uh, shipping companies. There's a lot of shipping companies out there. Well, a lot. There's not a lot, but there are shipping options out there. Um, I can name a few. 
got our local uh, GMX worldwide. G as in George, M is in Montreal, X is in uh, Xylophone uh, worldwide. They're in Point Claire, actually right near our store. They um, specialize in uh, eBay or online sellers. And then there's Chit Chats, which is also uh, another uh, shipping option. There's a lot of Chit Chat locations across Canada. And all, what these companies do is they, they handle your packages for you and then take them across the border into the U.S. and then use um, shipping companies or shipping options from there, which are much cheaper, like the United States Postal, Postal Service, USPS, primarily a lot of stuff if you're selling online, that's how it will go. So you pay them a bit of a premium, okay? So they're gonna charge you what the actual postage would be if you live in the U.S. And, um, and then they're gonna charge you a premium service and even with that, it ends up being a lot less expensive than trying to use Canada Post to ship to the U.S. or around the world. <clears throat> and uh, and then it ends up being faster and quicker. But you have to understand, guys, like the shipping aspect, um, that's something that you're going to have to be on the ball with. Uh, somebody orders a product, you got to ship it pretty much right away, like the same day. Or if they order, let's say, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you got to be ready to ship it the next day if you're selling on one of these platforms. Um, you might be able to down the line if you're selling on <clears throat> Instagram <clears throat> or, uh, you know, if you develop your own website, let's say, for example, um, you know, maybe you could be a little slower on the shipping. But in 2019, if you want to be competitive, and, uh, people are expecting you to ship, you know, at worst the next day. So you got to be ready to do that, you know, um, like don't start listing and selling if you're not ready to. Uh, make the trek and go to the, one of these places and ship product every day. So you have to understand that. So that's one of the downsides, but uh, that's part of the territory. But, you know, unfortunately, you don't have a ton of options when you get started. Um, and once you get into the groove, you'll be okay. And, and you know, you, you can make a living do it. Absolutely make a living do it. There's tons of people who are buying, buying stuff and flipping it online on different platforms and shipping and, and making plenty of money. I did it for a long time. You know, I was... You know, at the post office or dealing with uh, a lot of these guys daily, and shipping you know 10, 20, 30 packages a day. It just be kind becomes part of what you do. Um, but it's time consuming. But there's no there's no way around it. You know, selling is a necessary evil. <clears throat> you know, I'm gonna one of the options I'm gonna talk to you about shortly. Um, you know, like it's something that we put together that we're gonna make available to to all you guys out there. Um, because I knew that it was, you know, if I did build that, it would be extremely valuable to thrifters. Anyway, I'll get into that later. So, so selling on one of these major platforms, eBay, Etsy, Grailed. Um, there's a female version of Grailed, Depop, uh, and I think I'm probably missing some. But one of these major platforms, that's primarily will be your main, main one of your main ways of selling um, if you want to be efficient with it. Because you can, a lot of products will be able to get a lot more money for online, and you're exposing yourself to uh, larger markets, and, um, and you'll be able to have a bit wider range of products you can sell. Another way you can sell online and combine uh, more of a personal approach to it is by posting and doing meetups. Okay, that's another way to uh, to build your delivery system. And like guys, when I'm talking about all these 
potential options, um, there's absolutely no reason and there shouldn't be a reason why you shouldn't be doing all of them, okay? All these uh, different options for developing your delivery system, you should be, you know, looking into doing a bit of both if you really want to make a full-time living at this because the more ways you can sell, the better, okay? So, like I said, another option is to, uh, to build your Instagram um, and, and po or post on things like Kijiji or Virage Sale or local classified stuff. Any way you can expose your product, if you're in the States, maybe Craigslist. Any way that you can expose your product and then meet up with people locally, okay? Uh, what's good about that is it's, it's usually a much easier, you know, for sure if you're just posting on Instagram and, and trying to build a local business or posting on, uh, you know, Facebook groups or Facebook marketplace and meeting people locally, it's a much easier posting process. And, um, you know, that's the upside. And then, you know, like uh, you can do business in person. Um, there's no fees. So there's that's the upside. And, uh, and it's, you know, it works. Meetups work. A lot of people are, you know, that's how they, they sell. And you can combine the shipping, and, you know, locally as well with that. So basically what I mean by that is, you know, um, you can post and sell locally and then offer to ship to the person locally. And, uh, you know, if you're in Montreal, <clears throat> you know, you're going to look at like 14, 15 bucks to ship a product. And, you know, if they're buying the product for 20 and they got to add another 15 bucks, uh, some people are willing to do it. Some people, it's not great. But that what you can do is you can um, encourage bundle sales. So you can say, listen to your customer, like, I know you're interested in this product. Uh, if you don't want to do a meetup, I can ship it to you locally. But it's it's 15 bucks. But, you know. The, the, sh the, the shipping cost doesn't change whether it's one shirt or four shirts. So you, what you can do is you can encourage them to buy four shirts from you. And then it's only a couple bucks extra per shirt to pay for shipping. And that makes a lot more sense to everybody involved. Uh, so that's one way you, could, you can do local business. And then the other way is just meeting up with people, um, you know, at a, at a place that's convenient for both of you. And uh, you just do business face to face. You exchange cash. There's no, uh, there's no online money transfers or uh, PayPal or anything like that. So it's good in that way. Um, the downside of it is basically, uh, you know, you know, people can flake on them. In other words, they could not show up, and that's a pain in the butt. If they show up, and you know, you should you meet, go to meet them, and they don't show up, or you meet them and then it doesn't fit and then you don't make the sale and you've displaced yourself for nothing. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these ways of doing business, is going to, those are the downsides to it. So, um, you know, there's no, no, no system is perfect, guys, you know. Um, there's always going to be, this. you're in business now, and there's always going to be things like that that happen. It's just part of the territory. But the majority of times, things will go just fine. So you, you got to focus on the good and, and not the bad. So... So that's basically how you can use the internet to sell your product. Um, posting on platforms and shipping or uh, posting on on, a, on platforms and doing meetups, okay? And for most of you, that's how you will do business primarily uh, at the beginning especially. And it works. You know, guys, like I said, there's going to be some headaches to it, but for the most part, it works. Um, the third way uh, that you can sell your products is through event-based selling okay and what i mean by event-based selling is um pop-up shops um 
flea markets, um, any type of event that goes on where you can go and set up a table, a booth, whatever you want to call it, and and sell your stuff to uh, customers that are coming there um, because the event's been promoted and they're the exact type of customers that you're looking for. And then you can do you can do business directly, cash, et cetera. They're right there. Um, you're dealing with you know tons of people because there's a lot of traffic, and that's really. Um, for most of you guys, uh, that could be one of the best ways of doing business. Um, again, the downside is that, you, you know, like you have to wait for these events to happen. So they're not all the time. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, that's that's the challenge. But, you know, you can do extremely well. I know people who do uh, pop-up shops and flea markets and they move a lot of products. They really, really do. And, um, you know, they got to lug all that product there. They got to set up. They got to sell all day and take down. And it's work, guys. Like it's nothing, nothing. You know, you're in business now, so nothing is, uh, nothing is not going to take work. Um, but it can be extremely effective, and you can do really well with it. So, um, you know, we're talking about there's a lot of different pop-up shops in the vintage field for sure in Montreal. There's a lot of options now. You got the the flow market, the fleek market. Um, <clears throat> um, you have uh, Dead Stock Depot. There's a lot of different events going on. And if that's, you know, vintage streetwear is not what you're selling, um, then you have, you know, different types of pop-ups, flea markets that you could go to um, just so you can have a lot of traffic to deal with and, and move some products. So event-based selling is extremely effective. Um, if you can add that into your arsenal and building your um, building your delivery system, you know, and combining that with shipping, et cetera, um, you could be really, uh, really rolling. You really can. You extremely effective and uh, that alone could be an extremely uh, solid d delivery system um, and, and you know could put you in a position to make a living doing this absolutely um, are there downsides for sure but uh, like I said it's business and there's always going to be um, it takes work guys okay um, obviously another way you can do business is our choice which is opening a store uh, <laughs> ironically I do not recommend that. It's, um, you know, it takes a certain type of uh, mentality to open a store. It's not easy, guys. It's extremely expensive. Um, you got to be sure you're going to get it right. Otherwise, it can, you know, it can bury you. You know, uh, we're talking about signing a lease that ties you into thousands of dollars uh, over a minimum of a year's time. Um, you know, can operate that as a one-man show that's for sure one woman show um, building a store some of you will be able to do it um, but for a lot of you uh, you know it's not something I suggest but I mean hey listen if uh, if you're built for it and you think you can do it and you think you have you're well capitalized enough and the only reason we opened a store is because you know we're talking like I already had like 13 14 years of experience just in this business and you know like 30 years in business experience being in business um you know like it was a very calculated risk for us you know uh you know i had to do 15 plus years before i was comfortable knowing that i could open a store and i'll be fine um so you know definitely a store is an option but uh, i would you know definitely take your time on that um, there's 
there's I won't lie there's days where I miss my uh, miss just selling from home and um, you know and, and guys selling from home <clears throat> you know if eventually you build this business and you know if you're not already living on your own there's adva- and huge advantages from running a business from your home okay first of all if you live in an apartment and you're running from there you could you know tax deduct half your apartment you know in other words you know expense that you're already paying you can now turn half of it into business expense which is unbelievable and it's the same thing with a house you know if you have a mortgage on your home and you're running your business out of your home <clears throat> we're talking like depending how many rooms you use to run your business <clears throat> to hold your inventory your office etc you can write off a portion of your um, your mortgage your hydro your <clears throat> your heating um, repairs around the house like everything you get like literally how it works the equation of how it works is you take how many rooms are in your house you use for business and then times about the amount of rooms in your house and whatever percentage that is everything you spend on that house you you can write off that percentage it's it's an amazing situation I loved working from home I loved you know running my business from my house and being able to take mortgage and all that stuff and write off a good chunk of it um, because I ran my business from my home so it's an incredible option you know and um, so I would definitely you know get really good at all the other aspects I've talked to you about in terms of the delivery system um, before you even consider a store guys stores are not easy you have to have thick skin um, it's a major challenge and uh and you know i was crazy enough to do it um but i didn't do it until i had you know 15 years of experience and 30 years of business experience in total and uh you know in a comfortable budget to work with before i even went there and uh and it's because it takes time it really does we're two two and a half years into our business and um we're still building our foundation, okay? Um, but, you know, I was lucky to have, you know, enough experience in business myself to, to understand that it was going to take time. And I was, like I talked to previous, I, we were in for the long haul. Like, we, I wasn't going to give it three months. It was going to get years, you know? We wrote off, we were, we understood from day one that we were going to completely write off year one just to understand the market and understand our customers and understand, you know, exactly what type of product we're going to put in our store at what price, you know, we were prepared to not make a dime in our first year, um, in order to let it grow and nurture. And unfortunately we did make money in our first year, but we were prepared not to. And, uh, and you know, we had everything in place to do so. So, you know, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't open a store unless uh, I was extremely comfortable that I could make it work. Okay, you do not want to go in blind and open a store. It's just—it's a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. It could bury you, and it could be—you know—it's—it's not—it's. Just, I just don't recommend. That's all of what I'm saying. Um, but I know there's some of you out there that will make that step, and you know could make it work, and maybe will make it work. And that's great, okay? Um, but I think for the most of you, be patient, take your time, build a delivery system. Um, it's much easier, guys, to open a store when you've spent 
uh, a couple of years building a client base using uh, a lot of the things I've already talked about because then you can open a store um, with a customer base in place, okay? Um, so those are the main ways you can do it, okay? That's the main way to build your delivery system. But uh, I'm going to give you one other option. And this option is basically a huge chunk of why I personally decided to open the store. Um, because I understood that when I was doing it, I had wished that I had this option available to me. And I understood that if I, if at some point in time down the line, if I could build a successful store and a successful delivery system, that's extremely powerful. Not only would I have myself a big business, but I would be able to create something that I could offer up to others um, as an option in terms of building um, their career as a professional thrifter. Okay, um, guys, like I said, I've explained to you all the different ways to sell product, um, and they all work, and they're all, you know, effective, and uh, you know. But they also all have their headaches and they all have their issues. And, you know, the one thing that you can <clears throat> you can do is train your mind to understand that that's part of the territory and just roll with it. That's fine. But the one thing that's non-negotiable in selling in all these different ways is the amount of time you're going to have to give up in the process of being a professional thrifter um, to implement it. Okay, selling takes time. Okay, you gotta post items, you gotta package items, you gotta ship items, you gotta answer emails. Okay, you gotta pack up all your stuff. You have to lug it and spend your entire weekend at events selling to people. Um, then you have to pack it up. That process, which I can tell you right now, is it's tiring, guys. You know, it takes a lot of work, and. There's a price to pay for all of that. Now, selling products on your own with no one else involved, you're always going to make the most money, okay? And this is where a lot of people don't really understand what, what it is that we put together and what we're offering thrifters. Um, <clears throat> so let me backtrack and explain to you exactly what uh, another option is. And this, I'm talking to people here who are, who are local, but, you know, if you're not local, but you live in a town where there's a store like ours, um, this will apply to you as well too. So basically what we're doing, and we're already working with people, is we've built a pretty successful delivery system that's multifaceted, that's got multiple hits to it, okay? Uh, we have a store that moves product based on the traffic, just people going by, just people who come in the store to shop. Um, we have an extremely effective Instagram if you know, uh, if you if you're a customer of ours or you deal with us, uh, you, you see how quickly we sell stuff on Instagram stories. Um, you know, we we move product often in minutes. Okay, um, we have you know a really strong eBay account. Uh, we also own our own flea market. Okay, that's uh, next to the store. We have a just a, an extremely powerful way of selling product and an extremely powerful delivery system that we've spent two and a half years plus building you know I can and I can even say that I've spent 15 years building this delivery system because I have um, so we have this extremely powerful 
uh, way of selling product, okay? And a good chunk of the reason why, you know, I took the plunge into opening a store and doing all this is because I wanted to build this system so that I could make it available to other thrifters to take advantage of, okay? And what do I mean by that? <clears throat> what I mean is, like, we already work with a lot of thrifters um, on consignment, okay? Which means that they are doing the thrifting, and they come to us, and uh, and then we sell the product for them. And it's a 50-50 split. And uh, now you might say, why would they do that? Why would they come and sell it to us and only get half of what it sells for? Um when they could sell it on their own and make all of it. <clears throat> because guys, when they, you deal with us, we do the entire selling process for you. And you say, well, that's that's okay, fine, but like I still lose half. Well, you gotta understand, if you do it on your own, okay, it's going to cost you money in terms of time investment. Anyway, you're gonna pay. You, you, when you sell something, for, if you buy something for $5 and sell it for $25, you have to realize you are not getting all that money. You have to pay to sell that product. What do I mean you pay? Well, if you're posting on platforms, you're going to have to pay fees, okay? And then when you sell the product, you're going to have to take your time and package it, ship it, send an email, okay? All that time effort that it takes, okay? You're going to sell your product at events. You're going to have to take an entire weekend or at minimum a Saturday or a Sunday all day to sell your product. That takes time. Your time is worth money. Okay. You have to do the math. You have to understand that, that, that your time is money. So you may make all the money in terms of selling the product, but you have to give up a lot of time to sell the product. Okay. And the thrifters that deal with us they understand that so they're saying yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give half of it to them but they're gonna sell the product for me I'm gonna have zero time investment in terms of selling the product and now I can take that time and focus on the thing that I love to do which is thrift okay if I can have someone doing all the selling for me okay you know and I can focus on doing what I love then they're extremely happy with that situation because they get to do what they, they love, more of it. Um, they get someone selling for them and the increased volume, the amount of stuff, more stuff they can find and sell, and they end up making more money in the, at the end because of the time saved. Okay, you understand? So that's the option I wish I had back in the day. Okay, I wish I, if I would have, I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't have a store if there was somebody, who, <clears throat> a store that I could have dealt with, where I could have just brought them my stuff, let them do all the selling, get paid super quick, and I just focus on the thrifting part. <clears throat> I, would, I would have never built this delivery system <clears throat> if someone else had done it. I would have just continued to do what I did and move my product quicker and faster, more efficiently, and make up with the amount, make up with in terms of volume of product that I was moving, um, more than make up for having to give up half of the selling price, okay? Um, guys, there's a, you know, if you, ha if you don't already know, there's a, uh, 
a retail store operation in the States that basically sells the same type of products we do at Tricky, which is vintage streetwear and streetwear and stuff like that. They're called Round Two. <clears throat> and their philosophy is, you know, they originally were thrifters. A lot of the stuff that they started their store with, <clears throat> they thrifted themselves, but eventually they became buyers. So they just started buying off of people and, um, and basically, uh, that's how they would, they would, uh, they, that's how they stock their stores. They would just buy people off of people who would bring stuff in. And to make a long story short, <clears throat> they had competition, especially let's say in the California area where they have one of the, where they have one of their or multiple of their stores. Um, they had competition with thrifters, but they, they eventually started just buying and they paid so well that the majority of thrifters <clears throat> in that area in California stopped bothering selling on their own. All they did was go and thrift, find good stuff, and then go straight to round two and, and sell it to them and get their money, make their profit, and then go back out and thrifting. They made it so efficient for thrifters to turn their product. They become, became such a valuable partner to thrifters by giving them a place where they can get their product sold quicker and not have to invest in it any time in posting or doing events or shipping or anything that they could re reinvest that time into more thrifting that a lot of these thrifters just, you know, tossed aside the idea of selling on their own. They just basically formed partnerships with round two and all they do is thrift and sell to round two. And that's the same thing that us at Tricky Inc are going to be offering or are offering a lot of you guys out there we're going to give you another option okay and a lot of you guys you know you'll be fine on your own you don't need us but for a lot of you 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 love thrifting you don't love selling okay that's the reality of your situation and we've built this amazing delivery system and we want to offer it to you we want to partner with you and let you take advantage of it uh and so you can make a living doing this and focus on doing the fun part of it okay we built the delivery system to make the not so fun part of it uh, more efficient and we want to make it available to everybody out there. Okay. So, you know, a lot of you guys listen to this, that won't be a good situation for you, but a lot of you that are, that'll be the perfect situation for you to, to basically work with us. And that's a big reason why I'm teaching everybody here how to be good thrifters because I, you know, I want to be, I want us to be your best customer because together, we could do a lot of damage. We really can, you know. Um, the concept that I'm talking about is is not really that new of an idea. It's the same concept of, as an art gallery, basically. Okay, there's, you know, in the art world, there's always the people who are going to open um, the gallery, and then they're going to fill the gallery with the work by the artists. And you know, using that example, well. You guys who love to thrift, you're the artists. You're good at what you do. You have your own individual eye. And, and that's so valuable, guys. It really is. And you know, we want to work with you, okay? And um, so basically, you're the artists, and we're offering you our gallery. We're offering you a place where people can come see these amazing finds that you've, 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 you've uh, discovered, and they're going to buy them. And you're gonna, and basically, you're gonna. That's how you're gonna make your money. And it, it works. It works in the art world. 
and, and it's going to work and it already is working um, in the thrift world, guys. So, so yeah, so there I've given you all your options um, in terms of how to build the delivery system and you need to really, uh, you need to build that. It's unbelievably, you're not going to be able to be a professional thrifter unless you have a solid delivery system. So there are your options. Um, and, you know, again, uh, unbelievably important to understand cash flow, how you need to make sure as soon as possible you're developing positive cash flow so that your business can roll and understand how important that is. And, uh, and, and, you know, guys, like, you know, keep thrifting, keep doing what you love, enjoying it, but take the time to build that delivery system um, so that you can really turn it into business. There's no way around it. Um, you know, the only thing we've done is tried to make the easiest, quickest way uh, for you guys to have a delivery system in place, and that's to work with us. Um, and, uh, you know, you're more than welcome to join us in that sense. And, uh, and then at the same time, continue to explore all the options I explained to you in terms of delivery system, guys. So I hope that was helpful. Um, it's doable, guys, okay? If you have any questions at any point in time, you know how to reach me on Instagram at the Positive Thrifter. I'd be more than happy to help you. If there's anything today that wasn't clear um, or you maybe need to have, a, have it to explain to you a little bit more. And uh, in any way, I can help you guys. Uh, at the Positive Thrifter on Insta is where you can reach me. Just send me a DM and I'll be more than happy to help you. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe uh, so that you get notifications of when a uh, new, new podcast is out. And um, and that's it. And uh, before I go, I'm going to take the last couple minutes to explain that I'm going to be do- doing something in the very near future. I call it my uh, thriftimentaries, where I'm going to go out and... Uh, interview a lot of guys in our field that are local for us in the Montreal area that have uh, turned thrifting into uh, their occupation and I'm really excited about it guys I think it's going to be great because um, you know I love sharing my perspective but I want to bring as many people as possible who have made a career in thrifting um, onto the podcast so you know maybe uh, you guys or some of you guys out there will relate to them better and and I think that's just so important. So I'm looking forward to, to that. It's going to be called Thriftimentaries. Basically, it's documentaries about people who are making a living thrifting. And uh, expect that in coming podcasts. And I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to get different people's perspectives and to see who's out there doing this. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Please subscribe, and uh, we'll speak to you soon.